0: the CBC Universe, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. Hell's
1: horses, is that gizmo over there fucking up things in the blue patel?
0: I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster Alfred. And I'm Chris, the magenta millipede gossetous. Comic stuff! Do I smell a sequel? TM, TM. TM. Copyright TM. We're going hard on the Latino, Latina, Latinx situation. Even though it didn't apparently work out this time for the DC, uh, U, or whatever man. it's called. Yeah, uh, but no, I like that, dude. The magenta millipede, that's... Yeah, I
1: was gonna go, like, green something, but there's also... Alright, green hornet. So there's a green
0: hornet. There's also a green lantern. Yeah. That's just a lamp, though. Uh. <laughs>
1: you don't want... You saying you wouldn't pledge allegiance to a lamp? Pledge allegiance... Of...
0: yeah. I mean, they do. (laughs) You know what I don't know about the Green Lantern thing is, like, they have to say the oath to recharge their ring? Yeah. That seems like a fatal flaw in that system. Uh, Why? Because you could just interrupt them, you could put tape on their mouths, you you could punch them in the throat.
1: Uh, uh, I mean,
0: <sighs> their ring is already depowered. They need to charge it.
1: Yeah, but I'm assuming it's like Catholic powers. Like, uh... <laughs> if all you gotta do to, like, absolve yourself of sin is, like, say the Lord's Prayer real fast, I know you know how to say it real fast.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I have. I was that Yeah, man, I got. <laughs> was it Communion? What was that one? What was the first one? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, I mean, baptism. Far right. from home? Is that what it's called? Is yeah, that... it's.
1: Yeah. Oh, homecoming, homecoming.
0: It's, um. Uh, no way to salvation. No way. Da, 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 da. <laughs> to Brooklyn. To Brooklyn. Chop cheese. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening and tuning in this episode. We appreciate y'all coming back. We are back. We're ready to do the Blue Beetle review episode. And if y'all don't remember, we are broadcasting out of San Antonio, Texas. So if there was ever going to be a place that is going to like this movie and have a lot of people in the movie theaters to watch it, it's going to be here. And did that happen? We will tell you in just a little bit. Um, (laughs) We've got a few other things we are going to cover, though, including some straight-up nonsense with Aquaman 2, which I think is called Lost Kingdom. The the Jurassic? Okay. Um, However, what makes that... I'll I'll go into why that is an unfortunate title and made things hard for me to look for on Google in just a bit. But we're going to cover Aquaman 2 teaser trailer. We're going to talk about Secret Invasion. That whole situation has wrapped up. What are our thoughts on it? Did mm. it ultimately lift up the MCU? Did it kick it down? Did it just kind of <laughs> tread water? We're going to touch on that. Ahsoka, uh, or Ashoka, as some people say for some reason. I'm not sure why. What? They do. It's how they say it. I've seen it several times right now uh, on, on YouTube and what have you. I'm just like, all right, guess this is just what we're doing. Um, I have seen it. Chris, I don't think you have... We're just going to touch on it lightly. Uh, there are a few things I wanted to bring to people's attention. If touch. you are curious about Ahsoka, we have some Deadpool 3 news, uh, which I think everyone is going to be very interested in here. It uh, might break a few hearts, though. Um, um, there's something having to do with Mr. Harry Potter uh, that's coming around, and it is possibly connected to an MCU film. We'll talk about hmm. that uh, Cast? Was that? Was that? Was that? You're revving up.
1: Oh no! I, I just... Oh, I'm the... the... Uh, yeah, it's percolating. The percolate. Paint that's paint. what
0: I like. That's what I want. I want the bubbles, baby. Uh, we've got. <laughs> we've got casting corner. Uh, believe it or not, Chris, Fantastic Four again with the casting corner. It should just be called the Fantastic Four Show at this point. <laughs> And then we're gonna finish things out with the Blue Beetle Beetle review. The Blue Beetle. The Blue Beetle. Are you? Are you? uh, What is it? Johnny Dakota? (laughs) Jackie Daytona. Jackie Daytona. How did I get that so wrong? (laughs) Like so close, but totally wrong. Johnny Dakota. (laughs) Johnny Dakota. The rival of Jackie. The ri- oh, that should be a future episode, man. God, I don't think anyone associated with that show listens to us. But fuck if they do, please. Well, Everybody I'll take you. I won't even TM that. Just take it. Just use it, because that's Johnny Dakota versus Jackie, Jackie Daytona.
1: Uh, hey Dakota sounds like like a uh, one of these Never Realms or whatever the Mortal Kombat
0: new ones. Oh yeah, they just made up absolutely and we got big wheel of course um but uh yeah before we get into that again thank you for everyone who is listening uh please feel free to share with your friends and family anyone that you think would like our weird sense of humor and comic book and comic book movie news we got you fam um before we go on any further crystal let me ask you this got a very 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 muy importante question Mm. what's good my man what?
2: What? 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 Do you what? know what was good?
0: That's so good. You really—I know—I say this every time. You really crushed that. I loved that drop. that is so chef's kiss. As uh, Libby would say, she goes Picasso. Just Picasso. Yeah, I don't know why she does that all the That's time. If she really likes something, she just goes Picasso. <laughs> I don't amazing. know. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's pretty great. Uh, what's good, man? What's good? Uh, murder in uh, the first, baby. Is that good?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah murder was the case. Murder was the case. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did have jury duty today. Uh, How and, was Polly uh, Shore?
0: Was what? How was Polly Shore?
1: <laughs> Unto- intolerable.
0: Okay. He <laughs> would
1: not believe his MAGA turn. So normal.
0: <laughs> just normal. Just what you would expect. <laughs>
1: He just kept on wheezing the juice in the Oh bathroom. man, like they don't clean those. I'm sure he's just right up on the nozzle and shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, no, my day was comparatively okay. I had to like sit around and wait a lot, but at least I wasn't, you know, about to go to jail for life. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm good. I forgot my charging cord. I had to. Oh walk. no! I had to walk during lunch to get one, but you know, I, I'm you know was walking around on my own recognizance. so. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess that does put it into perspective a little yeah. bit. But I got to say, in 2023, sans cord, man. I mean, you might as well have been at Burning Man.
1: No, yeah. <laughs> I, I once saw something like uh, the the wise philosophy of the of Gen Z, the millennials. Uh, like, what was it? I, I can't get the wording, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but, like, why would anybody be out here just raw dogging reality without taking any anti-anxiety meds. Uh, yeah, that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing today. I was raw dogging reality.
0: That's rough, man. That's. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be careful because you know what happens if you try to raw dog reality too much.
1: Uh, you, you, it claps you back. molly
0: you ca- yeah, mollywhopped, man. <laughs> I don't want to get mollywhopped. They're gonna milk you. <laughs> if y'all haven't seen *Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem*, you need to go see it. Right now,
1: that's my what's good. I forgot that Jackie Chan was very, really, very concerned about
0: getting milk. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, and I'm not even going to say anything else beyond that because if you haven't watched it, you need to go watch it. It's True so, so fun, so Do fun. You a
1: favor. <laughs> what so, about you, man? You, what is good with you? Man?
0: Well, I mean, I just celebrated another year on this godforsaken planet. Uh, <laughs> But it's no, it was good. Um, you know, my whole goal at this point on this earth is just to try to not be stressed out, and and so I've learned that if I sort of plainly tell everybody around me
2: uh-huh.
0: what exactly is I want or don't want, and then everyone uh-huh. tries a little to make the, those things happen or not happen, I'm not stressed out. and I get to relax and I get to enjoy like a, an actual full day. Um, I just mm-hmm. pretty great. And um, you know it's weird that I probably lived my life stress free for for many years <laughs> before getting older. So uh, pro tip, everybody don't don't get older. Did I just no? That's not good. That's not a good. My
1: back's just hurting listening to this. All right, but yeah, no, you're uh, not really- uh, no. It was great
0: though. It was relaxing. Everything's uh, going smooth. Gonna go. I think I mentioned this before, but gonna go up to New York see O.G. Daddy Boy, Oh,
1: Ignacio
0: yeah. Ig. Um, in New York, that's going to be fun. I'm going to see Postal Service and Death cat for Cutie, which is going to be great. I'm seeing a really cool event. I, you know, this is probably not even going to be posted in time, but um, on September 12th here in San Zonio at the Majestic, they're doing a live performance of the um, Enter the Spider Verse soundtrack um, oh. and score while the film is playing, they're actually going to have a live DJ and full symphonic suite. Oh shit, son. So I'm going to that tomorrow. Really looking forward to that. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be awesome. So yeah, that's what's going on. That's, what's good with me. Uh, and I can't think (laughs) of a better segue than to, (laughs) than to jump into what is decidedly not good right (laughs) now in the world. Um, a lot of things, not good. But one thing that you might have forgotten, and you'll be forgiven if you did forget, one thing that he's probably not going to be good, but everyone has forgotten about, it, is Aquaman 2, baby! Chris, I think you have it queued up. Do you want to do, do a screen share and maybe go through this 30-second teaser trailer yeah. that got dropped?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go ahead and do that. Uh, true Believers, usually we when there's a trailer, we're talking about... We'll watch it, we'll talk about it, we'll pause, uh, insufferably so sometimes, but uh, this is just a 30 second teaser, no need for that.
0: Yeah, we're just going to watch it, and then you guys are going to hear it, I guess, and then uh, and then we'll, you know, we'll give our quick thoughts.
1: Yeah. So, if everybody's all set, it is the Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom teaser. Here we go. In three, two, one. In four days.
0: See. But not SEA <laughs> the...
2: Tree. I'm going to kill Aquaman and destroy everything he holds
1: dear. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. December twentieth.
0: Yep. Okay, it's out so this, this is a trailer for the trailer. Yeah, this is a teaser trailer for an actual trailer that supposedly is going to drop in four days. Um, and then the actual movie is coming out in December. Allegedly. Ale- yeah, very allegedly. Now, this is where this... Okay, let's talk about this trailer really quick. Um, I got to say, other than the first scene, which the first scene is is Aquaman on the beach. Uh-huh. And... Um, the problem here is that it's it's obviously a green screen but it's the lighting they never get the lighting right and that's <laughs> what gives you this uncanny valley sort of situation that i just slip into youtube my
1: subscriptions for some reason oh, Is this is digital what's going on here
0: yeah i <laughs> i'm just saying like that is look i'm gonna give this for free okay we know we got kevin and the boys listening Marvel's been slipping up a little bit lately, too. And, and this is also a problem for them. It's pretty much a problem for everybody. And look, I'm not hating on the actual digital effects artists that are doing these movies. They're not being paid enough. They're not given enough time. Uh, people keep changing what needs to happen in terms of what they're doing. So I get it. They're in a lose-lose situation. But here's my here's my fucking tip, okay? Mm. Make sure you nail the lighting. The lighting is the most important thing. It's what makes everything look flat if you get it wrong. It's what makes things look amazing with an amazing depth of field if you get it right. Just like sound is super important in film and you need good sound because it doesn't matter how good the cinematography is or the acting or the story. If the sound is off, it ruins everything. Oh, bad lighting ruins your visual effects shots. So, please, anybody who's in charge of this shit, just focus on the goddamn light. Please focus on it. Um, Anyway, so that that first scene is garbage um, with him on the beach. But the rest of it, I love all the weird color hues that they're doing in here. I mean, it does kind of look like a video game in some ways. uh, But I think it's actually, it looks pretty fun. I'm sure the movie is... I We'll get into it in just a second. I don't think they're going to put a lot of effort into this thing. Um, but I don't know. What do you think? What are your thoughts on on the visual effects? Like, they're they're busy. They're very busy. Yeah. It's a lot of bullshit. Shots. Um, and, it and it almost is- looks like a PS5 video game cinematic. Yeah. Yeah. I do and like I- the use of the color hues, though. Yeah, I suppose so. It's, I mean...
1: That's definitely not how anything looks like underneath water. Yeah. No, no,
0: no, no. Photorealism <laughs> realism is out the fucking window. Like, do not expect Avatar or whatever. Like, that's that's not happening here. Don't expect that. You're gonna have a bad time. Right. Um, and, like, see, I see your pause right here again uh, with the the weird octopus machine thing. And, and again, that's another. The, the, the lighting is not terribly done, super well here. Um, So it looks, you know, it looks fake.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't know. The whole teaser trailer, and I guess we're judging everything based on, like, smelling it. Uh, Not actually (laughs) having the product in front of us to kind of, like, look at it a little bit more. But it just, there's a lot of stuff going on. And
0: I don't know what kind of, like, is there a lot of story for Aquaman, like, stand alone? (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know what they're doing. I have no clue. I have no idea what this sequel is about. I don't know what his situation is. There's a house on fire. It's probably his dad's house. There's an octopus attached to a seahorse.
1: Riding a seahorse. Mm -hmm. He's riding that seahorse uh, with an octopus passenger on it. This is. There's a lot. There's merfolk. uh,
0: Got merfolk. Got lasers in the water underneath the water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Star Wars in the water. Is that the Titanic? Is that the fucking the ocean gate or whatever that thing was called? Oh, shit. I see, right. some, I see some debris. I'm just saying. I don't know. Okay, was that too much? I don't know. They, There's pews. There. <laughs> they should have known better.
1: Um, no, that, 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 the first one like uh kind of won me over with the whole like eldritch horror kind of cthulhu oh yeah
0: the deep monster yeah Yeah.
1: so if they went weird again and like there's a lot of like stuff
0: with that right the ocean is like unknowable (laughs) yeah it's so vast people really underestimate the vastness of the sea right
1: so if he was just dealing with weird shit that'd be kind of a cool vein like if oh man you imagine if sam raimi was directing this
0: dude i yeah you know it's funny you say that because i was just thinking pretend this and again this is very colorful and it is whatever it is it almost looks like if fireworks were people (laughs) that's what this trailer looks like
1: but imagine
0: (laughs) imagine a different universe where we live in and they do a aquaman 2 trailer where it's just aquaman right and he's starting, like, near this, near the, like, ocean, like, the the sea level, like, where the, you know, where the ocean, you can break the, the water, you can poke your head out of the water, what is that called? Uh, the beach? The beach, like the, you know, like the ocean level, though, like, where you dive into it. And he's just going further and further down It's getting darker and darker and darker yeah. And it's moving in real time So like this is a 30 second trailer And he's just descending for 30 seconds And it just oh, gets yeah. darker and darker and darker And the last thing you see is the white of his eye As the, the darkness overtakes it <laughs> That's it! Nothing fucking else! <laughs> Do you know how terrifying that is? It's amazing! I just came up with that right now, okay? So, I'm not trying to toot my horn. I appreciate you doing it for me. But, but like, I sometimes wish that they would restrain themselves more with this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, everything doesn't have to be, like, look at me, look at me, fireworks. And clearly that's what they're doing here and, and whatever, whatever. But, like... This is what I wanted to talk about, about Aquaman 2, and it's called The Lost Kingdom and The Lost Kingdom. So what makes that unfortunate is just this last week, it was hitting all sorts of news outlets that there was a a rumor that the Aquaman 2 Lost Kingdom movie, the completed movie, or as complete as they've gotten it, was lost in the WB servers. Like, literally the plot to Space Jam 2. Um, (laughs) And so when I was trying to research this, and I kept typing Aquaman 2 Lost Servers, it just kept bringing up Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom Mm. a bunch of times over and over and over. But I did find it, like, TMZ uh, was one of the, the people. I think Screen Geek was another one. But basically they were uh you know so far that that rumor has not been substantiated however there are multiple people that are saying anonymously that there have been meetings where they've said they are not going to put any money into the marketing for this film (laughs) because they saw how much they lost on Flash and we're going to get to Blue Beetle but you know they saw how those movies performed and they're just like we're just it's just a sinking ship at this point what are we doing um which is fair, I guess. But, like, also, clown shoes. Yeah. You, you're a billion-dollar company, one of the largest movie companies in the world, and you're maybe losing the movie in your servers. What is this, Toy Story 2? <laughs> um, you know, and and now they're, like, backing off any marketing. It's a weird move. It's a, it's a pretty weird move because here's an easy here's an easy solution look if you really want to do this i guess they can't though maybe because of the actor strike and the writer strike uh-huh. but just circle all the all the marketing around jason momoa people love jason momoa so just just put posters everywhere of him just just put yeah. them everywhere just have people look at him look at how pretty he is right <laughs> do that henry cavill and the witcher situation like you know grime him up a little bit and and I think that's all you got to do. You don't you don't got to go all crazy with the marketing. People want to like Jason Momoa, so just put him at front and center. There's no fucking Amber Heard in this teaser trailer.
1: I was about to say there's somebody running behind him, like helping out in this fire situation. It's but... probably like an orca. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: I don't know. It's just maybe an orca. I think it's Ghost from Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay. But um, yeah, man. I mean, you know, we're yeah. You you know, I don't know if you realize this. We're gonna have to watch this movie for the podcast. No, we're not. This oh. isn't gonna come out. That's not happening. It might. You're right, though. It might legitimately not come out. We might have a bad girl situation. It's off the server. <laughs> it's off the server. <laughs> I don't know, man. Warner Brothers is just what is it, what is even happening right See, now. They,
1: they've forgotten the old ways. They've forgotten the ways of the DAT files, of the, the, the zip drives,
0: the mm, the, uh, the i Omega zip drives. <laughs> yeah, baby, hold that three hundred and sixty megs. <laughs> How many so fucking strange. discs would it take for the Aquaman two movie? Like, at least five. At least five. <laughs> All right, man. Here, let's okay. So I don't know. We'll we'll definitely cover it as we get more information. Hopefully, they didn't lose the movie. Um, I mean, they released a teaser trailer, so that kind of gives me some confidence that they did not lose the film entirely. Mm. Uh, but you know, remains to be seen. It's not a hundred percent. Right. It's bad that we wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> That's the thing. We would not be surprised <laughs> if that ends up being the case. That's um... look. It's not a good time in Warner Brothers land right now. Um. Okay, let's move on. Uh, we're not going to just shit on DC, okay? Speaking of not having good time. Okay, look, we are an equal opportunity podcast. We talk about this all the time. We love representation. Everybody gets these hands. It's it's a it's just the way of life here at Comic Book Characters. Let's talk about. Well, I'm just going to say it right here up at the top. I would say a Marvel misstep. In secret invasion. Disappointed. All right, man. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of go back and forth on this uh, a little bit. Uh, I don't want to single out any one particular episode, except that I think I might end up focusing on the last episode the most. Heck, not, yeah. Um, and here's where I stand with this, and I want to know where you agree, where you disagree. Feel free to you know chime in, when and wherever you want. Samuel Jackson. Um, does a fantastic job in this one. There's a lot of great dialogue, monologuing Very cinematic feel to a lot of the script of this show uh, We have Samuel L. Jackson and Don Cheadle And Kingsley Benadir And Ben Mendelsohn, my god My Ben, Bendy what? Bendy is like one of my all-time favorites I mean, I could just listen to this dude talk forever you you watch Ready Player One just for him. Um, definitely. Definitely. Um I mean literally anything he's in. I I'm, I'm just I'm there. Fucking Rogue One 100%. Um Bendy is so good. Uh and, and and is my favorite thing uh in the show. There's so many sequences of like two characters talking and it feels like a movie. It's, it's got production value. The acting is really good. The script is really good. Is it? In certain parts. Is it? And then... And then the last episode hits. And it's like... It's like that thing when you were in high school... Uh-huh. And there was a project due... And you didn't realize... Oh. And it was due this Thursday. You thought it was due Thank next you. Thursday, and yeah. it's twelve thirty at night, and you are like, of well, time?" Fuck it, I am gonna do something here. You know, <laughs> I am already here, so let's fucking go, right? <laughs> um, so, I, I don't, I don't know what happened with this show. Like, granted, um, it was, it was, it was, uh, what's the word I am looking for? It was puffy. It was too much. It was bloated. The show is bloated. You could have you could have trimmed off a lot of uh, of these six episodes to, to just make like a 2-hour movie. Yeah. Um and and but the, the, the crazy thing to me is that in this last episode, it's like they take everything that they've set up in the first Five episodes and the tone and, and the theme of the show, and they just go now. Nah, fuck it, we're gonna make a superhero movie like a superhero show with a bunch of crazy special effects fights and whatever the fuck, right? And it, I, f- it would have, it, yeah. it would
1: have worked if mm-hmm. like uh, it had done a hard cut to She-Hulk, like eating popcorn and be like, look at this bullshit. Yes,
0: and went right back to it. Yeah, that would have worked. That actually would have worked, and I would have really, really applauded their creativity in taking a swing like that. That's not what they did. Yeah. So, so Kyle Bradstreet, who's the creator of the show and I think the showrunner, famously said at the before the show came out that there was no superheroes in the movie in the show. <laughs> that the, that it was going to be a grounded spy type thriller thing, uh, which I think it did do for the most part. But then again, in the last episode (spoilers, I guess) for anyone who hasn't seen this yet, you have Amelia Clark playing um, Gaia which is Talos' daughter in the show and she literally becomes a super scroll and has all the powers of everybody as well as Gravik who's the Kingsley mm-hmm. Benadir character the, the villain the antagonist of the show he also is a super scroll and then they just have this ridiculous super scroll fight and now you're left at the end of this show with a completely OP Saitama level overpowered character. <laughs> what the fuck are they going to do moving forward? Is she going to go into a coma? Like what? What do you do here? How do you fix this? What is going such
1: on? Easy fix. It's a it's a line of dialogue fix. Like it's Olivia Coleman, like uh, you know, catching up with her and saying, "Hey, you work for us now because you know we can do, we can both do good. You, you use me, I use you, yeah."
0: Mm-hmm. But then,
1: then like just a line dog. yeah, I wish I could, but apparently those powers wear off.
0: Right, they're temporary. They should have yeah. done that. Um, and and the fact that they didn't have that line of dialogue in there is a is a crime against Marvel narrative. Like, because I don't, holy shit, do they have a it, problem it, now?
1: It's weird that this is their problem because they usually are good at setting themselves up for the next step, mm-hmm. like the 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 kind of power creep, I guess. Like, uh, all right, we got the Infinity Sos, What's next? We got this now. What's next? But this one is like, how are you going to fix it?
0: <laughs> what's so frustrating for me about this, and it completely took me out of the show and everything that I had liked about it beforehand, is that they didn't need to do this. Yeah. They didn't need to. They didn't need to write the ending that way. They didn't need to make this character with be a Super scroll like this. They literally created this overpowered character that now is problematic within the larger MCU. Mm-hmm. And it didn't need to happen. It didn't exist before this show. So, ah, man. You know, we talk about all the time on this show uh, how in the what I would call the golden era of Marvel MCU stuff, which was like Winter Soldier... Civil War the the first two infinity war movies or whatever you want to call them you know they made so many right decisions like it was almost statistically impossible how many good and right decisions they made yeah throughout all of that period black panther was in there too and now it's almost like and i hate to you know i love to bring a sports metaphor in here It's like we're regressing to the mean. It's like Marvel was shooting 69% from the three for the first month of the season. And you're like, there's no way that's going to continue. And now they're shooting like 20%. You know what I mean? Like they're just making all these mistakes, all these wrong choices that they were not making before.
1: You tell me we're in the later part of Raja Bell's career right now. (laughs) That's
0: a good pull, man. Yeah, yeah. This is not even Kobe stopper Raja Bell. This is two point three points a game. (laughs) Raja still trying to put in the work. The body just can't do it anymore. Um, That's pretty apt. That's a good. I I mean, I you know, and the thing is, and we're going to talk about Blue Beetle in a second, but we just talked about what hasn't even been released yet in the Aquaman two. And, and that's already looking super shaky to me I mean are we in the sort of death throes of the superhero genre of entertainment we might be that's probably a larger conversation but it is concerning we need somebody to step up I don't care who it is Fuck, it could be Valiant you want to bring Bloodshot back out you want to bring out some Exo Manowar fine <laughs> whatever Solar Man of the Atom whatever Turok one, the dinosaur Woody, hunter is that
1: one which one Woody, Woody and Quantum Woody and Quantum. Quantum I mean that's
0: image but still I would gladly that's, take a Quantum okay. and Woody situation <laughs> uh, would you would you cast Nathan Fillion in that in a Quantum and Woody as both characters yes. as both yes um, but um, yeah man we need somebody to step up in a big way like they they need to somebody it can be James Gunn, it can be Kevin, it can be whoever. I don't I don't care who. That, but we mm. need somebody to really tighten this shit up and like get something really great from beginning to end.
1: Are you ready for some patented uh, Chris hot takes and pancakes? I love it. Let's let's go. Do we? Got the syrup. Do we need somebody to come in? Okay. Can't we just let it go? Can take yeah, chill out for a bit. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's it's it almost seems like yeah, the trends in Hollywood, trends in movies are cyclical, and like uh, you know, I mean, it took a long time before like there was like uh, the, you know the male lead actions action movie that came back around mm-hmm. like the eighties was Stallone and Schwarzenegger, yep. like heavy Van Dam and all them, yep. and then yep. like so long before like it was with Liam Neeson. Repopularize the genre with Taken. Yeah, I mean, there might have been a couple here and there that you know didn't really hit. Then maybe Transporters around the same time, but
0: yeah, don't forget about Denzel up in Equalizer. We do got Denzel. Um, well, I mean, but that came out around the time of take, Taken as well, like a little yeah. bit after that. So, I and, mean, I think you're well, and like of course, my my favorite example of genre film is westerns. Right? Westerns were the biggest fucking thing. In all of American cinema for a long time, yeah, they were huge. By far, the tentpole films of cinema in America in that time frame. But as with everything, it eventually fell out of favor, and it you know led to like French New Wave and then American New Wave and then like like raunchy comedy and all these other things kind of came out and, and and took up space, which is great. You might be right. We might just be at the... Now, I'm not even talking about superhero fatigue. I'm just talking about, like, the quality of the stuff that's coming out is significantly less.
1: Yeah. It's, again, it's like the Dragon Ball Power Creep thing. Like, yeah, at some point, these guys need to go to a different fucking dimension to fight, right? mm mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's... These movies make a billion dollars. A fucking billion dollars. That's three commas. That... But, this With the is- doors that go like this, right? Like, the... <laughs> Up and down, not and out, down. not side to side. Well,
0: not like a peasant.
1: <laughs> the, the, the studios cannot have them you know, be anything other than these huge tentpole blockbuster type things. And that really is a disservice to the characters. To the uh, yeah,
0: it's the biggest mistake. And it's the thing yeah. that is the most disappointing about... Like, don't get me wrong. I love the MCU. I mean, for the most part. like, And I loved the Infinity Saga, right? Like, whether that was by design or by accident or a little bit of both. I personally think it was a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, God, so wonderful that we got to experience all of that and see it in movie theaters and, and, and really literally live through it. So amazing. It's like living through Tim Duncan's basketball career. Like just <laughs> so fucking fortunate, but nothing great lasts forever. Like it's just not possible. And, and, Oh
1: man, you know um, it's a weird point for a comic book podcast to be making, but it is.
0: It is. I mean, and well, hey, look. If we need to, if we have to close up shop at some point, we'll pivot to something else. We got lots of ideas, man. <laughs> I'm not worried about us. I'm not even yeah, worried actually, about our listeners. They'll find us. You can start you know? reading through the backlog. Heaven forbid. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We got all you know, and the thing is, we could also just cover older superhero films and do like mm-hmm. commentaries and stuff. Uh, or do like movie reviews the way we do, like with the segments. Um, I think people probably would like that. Actually, we should we should throw a poll out. Um, but anyway, I look. I don't want to make it sound like this is an impossible thing to overcome, or there aren't more positive things coming along the way. We are gonna, you know, talk about Deadpool three in a little bit. I'm cautiously optimistic that that could be a really fun movie. But um, I just think the the days of going to a superhero film or watching a superhero streaming series or whatever and just being like, oh, this is going to be, at worst, entertaining. <laughs> I think those days are gone. I, I don't think it's a given anymore. Um, and, hey, I mean, that's okay. That's what happens. I think also the the writer's strike isn't going to help. The actor's strike. Now, granted, I want to make this very clear. I think we talked about this in the last episode. I'm... I think we're both in an agreement with this very much behind the actors and the writers um, you know fucking let those CEOs burn in effigy like just <laughs> I look man they're so fucking greedy I don't give a shit about them um, I'm, I really do stand strong with the writers and the actors um, especially the writers though. the writers you know you, you, you and I both coming from like you know, our RTF backgrounds and you know specifically like screenwriting and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, those are my people, and so you know if they're telling us we need more, they need more, and that's not even a that's not even a hidden secret. That's been the worst kept secret in Hollywood for a long time, other than George Clooney's sexuality, maybe or something like that. I don't know. Whoa. Oh. Uh, which is fine. Totally fine. I just don't know why he needs to hide it. Like, why? Water. It's not a problem, man. We're in 2023. It's okay. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Um... <laughs> anyway, any final thoughts on Secret Invasion? Uh, shit suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Ah, oh, man. Did you telegraph the, the episode where it was Gaia as is, is Nick Fury? I, I literally called that, like, five seconds into the episode.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I knew it was a to gonna happen just because it's like I don't know. Uh, uh, this fucking they they they, t- they set up some stakes and they're like, you know what? Fucking no stakes. Like nothing matters. Yeah. The, the, this entire series doesn't matter. It, it's, it ends the same way it started, where Nick is up in space and
0: fucking Robin off. Shabatsky died for nothing. <laughs> Which is that's that also angers me quite a bit, as well. Ah, man, there's a lot that makes me really upset about this show. Um, you
1: mentioned Rhodey. That, really, you're telling me since Civil War, he's been in there. The the Thanos strangled the baby in the crib thing. That joke wasn't him.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like that. That was a scroll because <laughs> <laughs> it's off. It's real weird. A scroll yeah. mourn Black Widow. <laughs> that 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 and doesn't Tony? make sense. And the fucking Tony oh. thing kills me. Like that's rough, man. Like. They need to give Rhodey like a one episode, just him coming to terms with everything that <laughs> has happened. And if they nailed that, maybe that would bring me back in. But I, I mean, don't know, man. Just
1: if they, if they nailed it, like uh, like Nick was nailing some scrolls.
0: Yeah, man, he was getting that alien, clapping those alien cheeks, baby. <laughs> hey, where was all the like anti woke people there? where were the people like on twitter or whatever or x or whatever the hell that website's called um, where were they where were they going like oh woke america huh now now any guy can just sleep with an alien i guess huh <laughs> that's okay in biden's america
1: hey, hey pump the brakes real quick because you know what happened baldurs gate baldurs gate 3 came out and everybody made fun of a little thing where it's like oh you can get with a bear motherfuckers are that
0: twisted they're doing it now they, they can do it on the computer they're doing it yeah that's step one i mean that's like step three probably but we're getting there everybody's getting there we just need the we look the ufo thing has been declassified nobody cared too <laughs> nobody cared we're so tired man like and i guess like, like let me take a moment here well, look this is just a stupid comic book podcast we know um I do talk impassioned about things and you do as well, Chris. Mm. We know. We know this is all silly. It doesn't really matter uh, whether Secret Invasion is good or not or is for an audience or not. (laughs) Uh, But... But we're here to talk about it and you know you 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 know everyone listening in your cars or you know laying down relaxing whatever we appreciate you coming along for the ride and, and and nodding along or shaking your fists in disagreement that's okay uh let's talk about something that i'm actually pretty pleasantly pleased with at this time for now and that's uh ahsoka oh okay Okay, Ahsoka, which is... Uh, I,
1: have like a, I really should have, like, a Star Wars drop here. Like uh, a
0: lightsaber, like... Uh, man, what does that sounding like on the air? Let me not do that. <laughs> it's probably screwing up all the audio level. Ah, oh, man, I'm going to have to fix that later. I don't want to have to do that. I'm going to stop doing that sound effect now. Okay. There we go. I didn't know Morbius was coming, but that's awesome. Um... <laughs> ahsoka is on disney plus it's uh it's about ahsoka tano it's it's set uh sort of it seems like in the Thrawn heir to the empire if for those star wars legacy fans uh that storyline kind of grabbing from that a little bit um and it definitely definitely continues a story from the animated series clone wars as well as a show called rebels Neither of which I have seen. I've seen a few of the Clone Wars episodes, uh, but just a handful of them. I've seen zero of Rebels. Yeah. um, Which I think... Okay, so I have seen Ahsoka. I think you said you hadn't yet. I will say this. Okay. It is a little convoluted. It is a little complicated. There's a lot of shit going on. I'm sure it would be very helpful if you had watched all of Rebels and Clone Wars to really know what the relationships are, who these characters are and what is kind of going on. Huh. That being said, I think you can still get a lot out of the show. If you haven't seen the, the other two things, because I have it. Right. And I'm still enjoying it, but but I'm going to go somewhere. You probably weren't thinking with this. And that's,
2: right.
0: I love the, the sound engineering and the special effects in this show. Holy shit. Wow, alright. It looks better. And this is not a high bar, but again, this is a show, not a movie. It looks so much better than Ant Man Quantum Mania. It looks better than most of the special effects in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Mm. It looks way better than The Flash. It looks better than Shazam 2. It looks better than a lot of things. It It is really crisp and clean. And there are some lightsaber fights. There are some space battles going on. All of the lasers. Everything looks so dynamic. That is the word mm-hmm. I wanted to use. Visually and auditorily. That's not the word. What's the word I'm looking for? No, Audibly? No, no, no. Auditorily? It is so engaging on a visual and audio level um, that I think that if you're willing to forego a little bit of the convolutedness of the narrative, mm. you're going to get paid back tenfold visually and audibly. Okay. Um So I think if you're like a, like a technical nerd, like kind of the way that we are, I think there's a lot of meat on that bone. Now, I, w- I, did, I was talking to a friend earlier today, and she's a big Star Wars fan, and, and she told me, one, she's like, I can't believe you're watching Ahsoka without having seen Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah, she's man. like, that seems kind of insane. <laughs> she's like, you should at least watch Rebels. So I, I don't know that personally, but she has told me that, so I'm going to share that with everybody listening. Maybe try to watch Rebels first and then watch this. Mm. I'm going to try to go back and watch Rebels now that she told me that. And, and see if that gives me enough. Um, can I can I watch
1: the, the Red Bull fluke talk videos instead?
0: Uh, sure, man. I mean... Because there's a whole
1: lot less of fucking those than Rebels. I mean, there's a lot of fucking God, Clone Jesus. Wars
0: and Rebels, man. There's a lot. There's a lot of those. I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of those. Um, so... You know, but Rosario Dawson's great. Everyone's great. There's this weird um... Like fully bodied Sith sort of character that might be made of smoke. Gave me a lot of lost vibes. (laughs) And I know that sounds crazy, but I don't want to give away too much. Um Yeah, man. Like, you remember the smoke monster from Lost? Baby, he's back. Nostalgia's back, baby. Don't you tempt me. Is it Yeah, is there a polar bear? Might be. Is Walt somewhere, Walt? Where's Walt? that's my boy my son Ah <laughs> oh, man how many how many threads did they just never tidy up on that on One's that thing supposed to. Uh,
1: jokes on you audience we weren't gonna <laughs> we weren't making sense to begin with
0: Ah oh, man you know <laughs> what I mean you know you do you write a show on LSD and I mean things are gonna happen <laughs> like whose fault is that is it anyone's fault at that point <laughs> nah uh, but anyway, I, again, if you were a sound and, like, visual effects nerd, I think you can get a lot out oh, of this. Yes. So also, again, Rosario Dawson is really good in it. Maybe everyone's a little too stoic in the show. If
1: I like how your mention of LSDs kind of uh, kind of brought to mind, like, are you, the, the sound and the visuals, are you, like, su- suggesting that people do psilocybin mushrooms? And then... uh,
0: I'm <laughs> not not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You think about 15 dried grams, a heroic dose? Ooh, man. I just, I mean, step lightly, but. Let's dude, just go explore the core of Jupiter. Yeah, man. You got to, uh, you got to, twi- you know, get it in 12 parsecs or whatever. Like, just. <laughs> it's not a, not a measurement of time, but somehow. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. So, somehow it is. Um Okay. Let's move on to what is maybe going to be the most popular segment in this uh, particular episode of Kanaba Characters. Because I'm about to talk about Mr. Chimichanga himself, Deadpool, in Deadpool 3. But it's actually bad news. So I don't know why I was so enthusiastic about that. Sorry,
2: everyone. Uh,
0: Deadpool 3 release date has been pushed back to May 3rd of 2024 and let me tell you uh, just looking into my crystal ball here again we are still in the midst of a writers and actors strike they can't do any promotion for anything while that's going on Dune my friend Chris Dune got pushed back from November of this year to next year Well, here's and here's the thing I want to set this up real quick I want everyone to understand this. Look, it is the movie studios decision to move these and they are predominantly moving these, these films around because they can't do any marketing like any traditional marketing with the actors involved, which helps a lot when you're trying to promote a film. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the primary reason. But another reason, a secondary reason, a secondarily shitty reason, because there's shitty fucking people Mm -hmm. Uh, that these movie studios are pushing these movies back is to anger the general audience and to hopefully push the uh, movie-going public into turning against the writers and actors as if the writers and actors were at fault. That's bullshit. Don't buy into that narrative. If you buy into that narrative, fucking turn off this podcast. You don't need to listen to it. I don't. Oh, I don't damn. want you listening to it. Damn, true believers. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Look, I told you. I stand with my fucking writer compatriots. Like, uh, they're trying to do this bullshit to 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 curry favor to 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 curry uh, to to pull anger towards to the actors and writers, curry. right? To to get Stephen Curry involved. Um, to get some chicken curry katsu. Wow. On the All menu. Right. I mean I'm not mad at that actually. If they wanted to throw some <laughs> chicken kurakatsu in there somewhere, I'm I'm fine with that. Alamo Draft House, put it on the menu. Um please. Please put something good on your menu. Please. Damn. Um <laughs> But yeah, so the movies got pushed back to May third of twenty twenty four, and honestly, it's probably gonna get moved again within two months? I'm gonna say two months. Move oh, over unders? Okay, yeah. What do you think? I'm gonna say two months. Mm-hmm. They'll no, move it. They'll move Deadpool yeah. three again.
1: That's a very good line. That's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty solid. You though. over, or you under on two. I gotta take the over. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, But look, it's again not the actor's fault, not the writer's fault. CEOs are making such an insane amount of money. It's so stupid. It's it's just. I literally am getting a headache right now just thinking about it. So, um, see the size of his yacht, man. Let me look at Bob Iger's. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Remember when we talked about how great it was that Bob Iger came back and like fuck, Bob Iger's lost six hundred ninety uh, million. Jpack, like, you know, and, and like it's the thing is he he is better, like he's the lesser of two evils between those guys, but like still not like a sensible person. <laughs> You know you don't you don't bitch about why are these people why are these thousands and thousands of people that are the backbone of this industry why are they complaining they're not making enough money mm. you don't make that statement while you're on a fucking yacht the size of a goddamn city
1: yeah I don't know man I being in uh, my profession sure I kind of see similarities
0: <laughs> here and there. Uh, now I'm just sad. <laughs> oh no. Wait, so like in your profession, are you saying you're like the actors and the writers and was it the the admin or the government? is
1: Government, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Texas always like, we're going to give you a raise, but like, not really. Mm, yeah.
0: There's a little bit we're going to cut off for you. Only by like the definition of it's slightly higher than the thing that you were looking at before. Like, it yeah, technically it, it, is a raise. The cost of living adjustment, really. Right. And not even that, really. Yeah. right so yeah. alright let's let's uh, I gotta get off my soapbox here let's talk about something that's kind of fun in regards to Deadpool 3 ah oh, dude you had the whole you had the fucking law and order drop and you didn't do it when yeah. you were talking about your your murder case oh shit ah oh, man okay that's okay um so I, I put this in the slag is everybody want the Harry Potter one um so yeah, what's the, this about? The, for, yeah, I know. I purposefully made it weird so that you didn't know what I was we talking been about. Watching. So Daniel Radcliffe got fucking well. One, he's just a jacked dude. I don't know if people really know this about uh, DR, but like, he's just really jacked. He was in that Weird Al movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's got those pulsating biceps. <laughs> those pectorals are so. Pleasurable. Um, now he's, he's, a, he's, he's look. The guy is ripped. Okay. He's he's like a he's like a, a Zoomer's pair of jeans. Man, so ripped. The holes are just <laughs> fucking from the top of the thigh all the way down to the ankle. It doesn't make any sense. What is the? There's just airflow. That's just shorts. It's, That's just shorts. It's just shorts, but like with material at the bottom of your leg. I don't. It's like a it's like a bank teller tube. But the tube is your leg. Um, (laughs) Anyway, he's super ripped. And he's also in that... um, I can't think of the name of the show. It's on TBS. It's like an anthology series. Every season they reset the whole, like,
1: what the show is. Miracle
0: Workers. Um, And in the most recent...
1: It's like... uh, Yeah. It's like the Room of Requirement. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the removal It's kind like, uh, uh, of like that.
1: The fucking. It's like the. It's all uh, the good place. It's the good place.
0: Okay. Yeah. Is it? Is it
1: like? Um... It's like a. Uh, it's like a uh, part timers.
0: Okay. Is it like workaholics?
1: It's like, oh
0: fuck, dude, that was so good. I like the workaholics so much. <laughs> Man, yeah, that makes sense. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, it is a good show. But so in the newest season of Miracle Workers, uh, it's sort of like a Beyond the Thunderdome situation, post-apocalyptic, and he's really ripped in that as well. And people, I guess, saw this uh, and were like, "Oh shit! Actually, this guy could be Wolverine." Uh, based solely off the physicality, I guess, and, and, and he is the tiny little man. Um, I want to say like Wolverine. He's like five four. He's like he's small. You know, and he's yeah. short. He's not, I wouldn't say he's small, but he's short. Much like Wolverine. Much like Wolverine. Yeah. Like, we could get a comic book accurate Wolverine. And look, I love Daniel Ratcliffe. I, I, I don't know, I've never seen him try to do like a superhero type role, but I don't think he's incapable of doing it. No, um, no, this is false.
1: This, I know this for a fact. But you've seen Guns Akimbo.
0: Okay, I have seen Guns Akimbo, but is he a superhero in that, or is he just like a crazy, bear yeah. slippery yeah. man? it's the same thing it's the same thing it is it is a little, like if okay if people were saying Daniel Radcliffe should be the new Rorschach I'd be like yes because <laughs> he has shown me that he can play that character very easily um but like a character like Wolverine like a traditional superhero like that I don't know I, I mean I do think he can do it I just haven't seen him do it but anyway this picture alone has made people completely do a 180 and they're like no actually yeah we would want this Like, of course, Hugh Jackman, but we do understand he's getting older. We do understand that he might be in Deadpool. Well, he is in Deadpool 3, but he also might be in Secret Wars, and then that might be it. But if we need a new Wolverine, Mm -hmm. wouldn't that be crazy, dude? Wouldn't that be crazy if Daniel Radcliffe went from playing the boy who lived? Fucking Harry Potter, right? One of the most iconic book and movie characters of all time. And then the second half of his cinematic career is playing <laughs> oh, <cool>. Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, just
1: man, just drenched in IP. Holy shit! Yeah, no, that'd be hilarious. I, I I'm, I'd be all for it. Like, yeah, the, I know. That, that, I think it might be too hot a take. Now what? Now I've, I've said before, Chris Benoit should have been Wolverine. <laughs> I
0: mean, he was the Wolverine. Would have changed many lives. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Is that why you showed me that picture earlier? Dear A little God. bit. A little bit. All right. Yeah. I mean, his nickname was The Wolverine. Yeah. 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 Canadian Crippler. Yep. Oh. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. That? Shots
2: fired! Shots fired!
0: Rest in, priest, well, rest in power Bray Wyatt, though. You know, we didn't really... Oh,
1: fuck, dude. Yeah. That
0: was really sad. It's a sad, sad situation there. Uh, this is not really a wrestling podcast. I know we do reference a little bit of wrestling stuff every now and again. Uh, but yeah, seriously, though, rest, rest in peace, rest in power, Bray Wyatt and his family, and I really hope, and I'm sure um, that the WWE will take care of his family and kids. That's, I, I sincerely, sincerely hope so. His dad, of course, for those that may not know, uh, if, you're, if you're a certain age and you remember WWF wrestling in the 90s,
1: uh, the glory that was WrestleMania 10 in Las Vegas.
0: Irwin, yeah, Erwin R. Shyster, IRS. Man, what a great fucking name that is, though. Erwin <laughs> R. Scheister, Like, seriously. The, 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 the openly anti-Semitic gay babe? An <laughs> <Just, laughs> accountant named Scheister. I mean, it's just... It's Galaxy Brain, though. It's so of its time. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty why it's dad. You yeah. know, um, so... Very sad, very, very sad um, situation there. And one of the, like, like seriously, we talk a lot about in previous episodes where wrestling, like, live-action wrestling is the closest thing we have to, like, superheroes in a lot of ways. And uh, there was probably nigh a more creative mind in wrestling than Bray Wyatt. Mm -hmm. Didn't always nail it, you know, but he took swings, he had the audacity, the bravery to really try to tell different types of stories in wrestling. Um, and it's a big loss. It's a big loss creatively for the for the sport, or for the industry, or however you want to call it. Um, but anyway, this is a random tangent we, uh, I just went on. Let's get into probably the the most traditioned, the most beloved of all segments on combo characters. I'm of course talking about Casting corner.
1: Ah, fucking Freddy came through here. It's a mess There's all puddles everywhere. The shredded mozzarella cheese keeps talking about fucking Harry Potter.
0: (laughs) Uh Accio Boner. What? (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know
1: anymore. Who's? (laughs) Who's are you? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think I know we all know the answer to that too, ooze it's ooze ooze ooze, wow. ooze. it's cheese uh, just be worried about getting milked man just gotta be careful um, alright <laughs> so casting corner is of course where we take a break gets, get a nice cup of coffee a nice little um, you know whatever get an old fashioned get whatever you want Whatever, whatever makes you Shit, all right. whatever makes you smile, hey, and we talk liquor. We talk about some of the casting rumors and/or confirmations that we've heard around the water cooler. Uh, this one is, believe it or not, another Fantastic Four related casting corner. I think this is like the fourth or fifth one, which kind of makes sense because there's four characters. Right so it's a little it like you kind of get it but the thing is we just keep talking about like two people <laughs> two characters over and over we're not even getting we haven't fucking touched the thing ever uh, Yeah yeah <laughs> yeah talking about Akio thing. thing right <laughs> um, but uh, okay so last time know. we left we, off we what broke that last time we broke that
1: and then Michael Chiklis is Michael be- Chiklis
0: right I mean, let him do it. Let's just let him do it. He wasn't bad. The shield? Bring back the shield, too. Whatever. Um. So last time we left off, we we're talking about Matt Smith. An offer had been given to Matt Smith to mm-hmm. play Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So rumor has it that that offer is still out there. That he is not said yes or no to it. I don't know what the time frame is, uh, but apparently he is their first choice at this point. Wow. However, the rumor, the thing that I've heard from two different sources anonymously Mm. is that if the Matt Smith thing thing falls through, you're not going to believe this, dude. This is so wild. This really is. All right. If Matt Smith ultimately declines the role, that their next uh, choice, and the person they will offer it to, it's That's not I okay, let me tell you this right now, it's not Jared Leto.
1: No, 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 okay, alright, no, I wasn't going there, but I think I think I see where it's going, but I don't know.
0: I don't know, okay, let me tell you this is wild, I, I almost couldn't believe it myself, and the fact that the two different people made me uh-huh. aware of this, I was just like, okay, okay, the plan is if Matt Smith Declines, their second choice is none other than Jake Gyllenhaal.
1: Okay, God, Jesus, I, I thought you were totally gonna say David Tennant.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh wow! Well, he's going well, the doctor who's. <laughs> sure. You know, and I. Here's the thing about that is I would have been like, but how? He was already purple, man. But that's actually a Netflix thing. So yeah, yeah, he absolutely could could do it. Actually, I wouldn't even mind that honestly. But here is the really weird thing about this rumor: Mm -hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal, or Gyllenhaal, or everyone say his last name. Dude, he's Mysterio in Spider Man, which is in the MCU. But that's like tainted by Sony's touch. Look, I am. I am. Look, I am not saying they can't do it. They obviously absolutely can. hmm But to me, this sets a really strange precedent. Because if you start casting actors that are already other roles within your universe, and then you make them other characters in that same cinematic universe... hmm One, you're not giving opportunity to enough actors, I think, creatively. And then two... I just think it sets a really dumb precedent because then they're just going to keep leaning on shit like that. Now, here's what I was told by one person, okay? So take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. But the idea, sort of the thought behind this whole Jake Gyllenhaal situation is that the Fantastic Four movie will, one, take place in the 1960s, two, will be in a different dimension slash universe from nope. the MCU proper. And that what's going to ultimately happen is at the end of the movie, they're going to get sucked into like a wormhole or something. No. And then show up in the MCU. Um, and so that's why creatively they're thinking, oh, we can use this same actor because it's not technically... It is Jake Gyllenhaal, but it's not Jake Gyllenhaal in the you know MCU proper universe. It's huh. this other thing entirely. Okay, yeah. Which okay, when they told me that, I was like, oh, I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, and look, if he crushes the audition or whatever, okay. If they ultimately think he can just he's the best person for the job, I will say to me, it's a little concerning that they haven't locked down a cast for this. Yeah, I,
1: I guess it's. Um, yeah, I mean, when, cast is great. It's good to have a cast, but the script, though, I, it, there's no way unless you're part of the WGA to get eyes on the script. And it's, I, I don't know. I, I'm so worried about the level of like quality control that they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Especially
0: like, with the AI bullshit going on too. Yeah,
1: and it's just, how do we? Uh, live without be... you
0: <laughs> I want to
1: know <laughs> is this story going to be self-contained that's what I want to know is yeah. this story
0: going to be like cohesive and coherent oh, man I sure hope so but man the bar is the floor not holding my breath for yeah. any kind of cohesive anything I'm, I'm so worried that lots of great ideas are about to get fucking destroyed in the next like one to three years because the production of these ideas is going to be very haphazard. Mm. I'm very very concerned about that. Do you think sort of tangentially here, do you think Hollywood, especially with the success of Oppenheimer and Barbie are going to start shifting back to one movie narrative stories?
1: Uh, I think so. Just because, like, um, and it's kind of self-centered to talk about like millennials and stuff, but it seems like we're going to be like the demographic that maybe you're catering to a little bit more. Like, you know, by this point, in our lives are all like, you know, we made some money, has some disposable income. We're probably the the biggest kind of like uh, bracket right now in terms of like just like marketing. So. It seems that way? Because I, I, I'm trying to think back of different movies, like The Martian, um, you know, single contained narrative. Uh,
0: well, I mean, just look at look at the three biggest movies of this year. Oppenheimer, or Barbie, Oppenheimer, and uh, Mario Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. They're all just kind of a self-contained movie.
1: I mean, it's not a bad thing that... Uh, <laughs> it, it, it would allow for a bit more like um, quality assurance if it was just that, which yeah. is I think kind of fine by me. Like, um, it, like you were saying earlier, it was a complete magic trick what they were able to do through all the first three phases of uh, the MCU, mm-hmm. and like even that they had that really cool end sequence. Like for uh, was it I forget which Avengers movie it was, but. I, was it Endgame? It had to been Endgame. Like, where they had, like, the marble statue, or, like, no, the signature. Oh, right. There's a marble statue in one of those Avengers. Uh, it's either
0: Infinity War or Endgame.
1: Yeah. and then, like, God, I, I wanted
0: that thing. I was like, is that for right? sale? Can I buy that? Where is that? doesn't exist.
1: But the, the, them signing, like, uh, their character portraits or whatever in the Endgame credits, That I was like, this is uh, the obvious end. You guys know it you you did this and you know that this is where this experiment this marketing genius thing ends yeah and like to keep it going on is just serving the pocketbooks i think
0: yeah i think you're i think you're absolutely right and i haven't really thought about that way but yeah they i mean as much as being a fan of all this stuff and i want to you know see spider-man movies forever um yeah, that was just the perfect ending point. It really, really, really was.
1: It, it could it didn't have to be a period. It could have been a semicolon. You could wait like maybe five or six years down the line when you're ready to like just introduce the X Men completely. Mm-hmm. Just like don't even touch the Avengers. Just let that be its thing, and then let's like reinvent the X Men a different way.
0: Right, and let's just tell their story, right, and yeah. and how their world looks. Yeah, know? yeah, you you definitely could have done that. They didn't, obviously. <laughs> um, I mean, hell, if you wanted a stopgap between the Avengers and the X-Men, do Midnight Suns, right? Like, do the mm. Midnight Suns story as its own thing. Its own little arc of whatever, like, three movies, or whatever you wanted it to be. Uh, with Blade and Ghost Rider, yeah. and whoever. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that could have been really fucking cool. And, but again, not the choices they made, so... um. I don't know, man. The whole this whole Fantastic 4 thing. Every time I hear news and the fact that like it's always different from what I heard last week. <laughs> it just it it, it gives me a, a a bad feeling about the whole thing. And they've already proven that it's hard to make a good Fantastic 4 movie anyway. Arguably, you could argue that one has not been made yet. And there have been many tries. So um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 don't mind Matt Smith. I don't mind David Tennant. I don't even mind Jake Gyllenhaal. I think Jake Gyllenhaal is an amazing actor. He'd be good, but um, you know, they really gotta, they really gotta nail something down here. In, here,
1: in, you in, here you go. Here you go. you go. I think that MCU's strong point is the villain. Sometimes I think. Ah, uh all right. Hot take. Who do you got for Doctor Doom? It should be uh, Doom. Fuck let out. Doom or Galactus. Okay. I mean, Doom.
0: I would say Doom as well. Yeah, Doom. Um, um. Anthony Starr. So Homelander. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good choice. Henry Cavill. All right. Uh, you know who I would love, but you can't do it now because he was fucking Talos. Is Bendy. Ben, ben... Mendelsohn, dude. Ben Mendelsohn is a thousand percent my first choice.
1: I like that you have, like, three really well, could definitely be cast in this character's position, no problem, guys. Uh, I have just the one. And it's
0: Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, okay! You know what? I don't know if you're trying to do a bit or not, but he he was the villain in both Nice Me, Now You Don't Too and, um, I don't know what that movie was called, but it had Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum in it. I think it's called City of... Oh yeah. Lost that... City of Gold or something.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which
0: i always really silly. Brad Pitt's in there for some reason. It's uh it's really silly, but he, he's in that. And he actually plays a villain pretty well. You know me, I'm always sort of half doing
1: a bit with anything. But uh Yeah, no, I think it would I think it's got legs. Like he
0: can be unhinged. Oh definitely. I could definitely see him pull that like a little bit of Kylo Ren, like so frustrated he's fucking up a room, yeah, because he can't yeah. control his emotions. Situation, for sure. Which I think is the right kind of energy you want for Doom. Um, you know what? Actually, would also be a, a really good Doom. I think this is totally left field, but yeah. Um, what's his name? Is it Juan, uh, Carlo Esposito? Oh yeah from breaking bad yeah
1: and every other villain role yeah i mean yeah it's it's, it's a bit
0: what's that was that wrote right it's like it's a, it's a bit <laughs> on the nose but yeah. i think he would be really good in it okay man well with that we're gonna leave casting corner until next time until we have another fucking fantastic four thing to talk about <laughs> holy hell man i just i don't know I just, I guess, I, I mean, it makes sense. They're not making anything right now. Like, there's nothing to do, but, like, I just want shit to get going, you know? Um, but, again, obviously, um, the actors and the writers, you know, power to them for standing up for, you know, what they deserve and advocating for what they what they want and what they deserve. And I, I really hope these stupid movie studios, you know, realize that You know, that's crazy, because they've already lost more money during this strike. They've lost tens of times the amount of money that that they were just asking for. That the writers and actors were asking for.
1: Yeah, but at least their nose... (laughs) Rewind. Yeah, but at least their face doesn't have a nose anymore.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, you want to Voldy it up. Got it, at one. Here you go. (laughs) Are you Steph Curry? Does he... You nailed it, man. Hole in one right there. This guy. Fuck that par three, dude. You nailed it. Um, (laughs) Alright, with that, let's get on to the movie review for this episode. And that, of course, is Blue Beetle. Alright, man. Before we get into Blue Beetle territory, we're going to play the game that you love to hate. Oh, right. Which is Blue Beetle has been in release for 24 days. Widest release of 3,871 theaters.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: PG-13 film, 2 hours, 7 minutes long. Classified as an action-adventure sci-fi thriller. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is the worldwide gross for worldwide. Blue Beetle? Yep, worldwide, my friend. Dale. Um mm, ah,
1: worldwide. Uh, It's kind of a weird time in summer. Uh, Seventy-nine million.
0: Okay. Domestic Gross 63.7 million. Okay. Uh, International. uh Thought it would be higher than this. It is not. 50 point two million dollars. Ooh, okay. For a grand total of 113.9. Shit, all right, wow. So with that, the film is quote-unquote underperforming, or I guess you could say has underperformed. I think it's still in theaters, so it technically can still add to that total. Mm -hmm. However, I do want to preface this by saying it is one of only five films in the DCEU that is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so, for whatever that's worth, you know. Uh, we are, of course, going to go through the film in our normal segments, starting off with Excelsior.
1: Excelsior! Oh
0: And for those that are new to the podcast, Excelsior is the segment where we talk about the things we really enjoyed about the film. It can be acting, characters, directing, cinematography, special effects, narrative, anything and everything. Um, I do want to start off by saying something that is kind of interesting that I, I found out about this, which was for the longest time, like for a really long time, the film was only going to be a max or HBO max at the time.
1: Oh shit.
0: Streaming exclusive. It was not originally going to be a theatrical release. Hmm. But apparently after, um, the friends and family industry screening, the, the response was so positive. They decided, you know what? We will do a theatrical release. So, yeah, I don't know. Good. I don't know. Is that the right choice? Should it have just stayed on streaming? I kind of... Look, I'm a little old school, so maybe I'm wrong about this. I totally can be. It's fine. But I think film for now, with small exception, is still meant to be theater released. Like, films should be in movie theaters. Um, I, yeah. think, I think the idea of making a film for streaming is kind of strange. Like a a show, like a streaming show? Absolutely. A special event? Okay. Like the Guardians thing? Absolutely. The Werewolf by Night? Absolutely. Picasso. Picasso. Like those things can be on streaming. Movies, like three-act film? That should be a movie theater thing. Mm -hmm. Um, They should never even try to conceive those as streaming movies. Yet. I think that is going to change over time. But for now, I really do wish that everyone was sort of with the thought of, like, if we're going to make a movie, we're making a movie to be released in a movie theater. That's just my my two cents, whatever. Um, Excelsior, for me, I guess I'll go first, if you don't mind. No, go for it. Um, So, uh, Sholo, uh, Jaime Reyes, uh, the guy from Cobra Kai. I thought he was great. I thought he was charming. I thought he played both naive, but also the progression of growing up and learning responsibility. Very Peter Parker esque in terms of his character development. Um, I-, I thought he was really good. I really loved the sister uh, Milagro uh, Reyes, or I think they call her Millie in the in the movie, mm-hmm. um, played by uh, Belisa Escovado. Um. I thought she was great. Um, you know, Becky G as the voice of the AI <laughs> yeah. from Beetle uh, Blue Beetle was pretty good. I'm not very familiar with Becky G. Like I understand, she's a, a like a pop star of sorts, um, but I thought she did great. Um, I loved loved the the color design of the film. The very, like, 80s, like, synthwave hue and uh-huh. vibes of the film, I really, really loved. Um, Although I thought it was a bit cheesy and maybe even leaned into a bit camp, I liked the family dynamic of the Reyes family. You know, obviously, you and I are of uh, Hispanic heritage, and... I felt that a lot of that was sort of true to, like, a lot of my life experiences. Oh, yeah. Um, It felt very grounded in that sense and relatable, which is always nice. We talk about representation a lot and thought they did a good job with that. I love that the suit was practical. Oh, was it? Yeah. Now, they did do some, like, with the lighting and stuff, there was some special effects layered on top obviously with all of his weird like blue beetle power like the the thing that cuts the bus in half and all that shit that's all special effects but the suit itself he yeah. was wearing a a practical suit
1: yeah i can i can tell now I'm like uh replaying in my head in my head like a uh, scene where he's fighting uh other dude in like the like a bridge type of scene or like a, maybe a it's like a overpass mm-hmm. it's like not on the street but like you know you can fall off
0: uh uh car packs uh, yeah 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 that was his name fuck Uh. I know I know you're not no one's ever going to remember that it's just like name two characters from fucking Avatar never going to happen never going to happen fight me do it Who? somebody do it somebody that worked on the movie tell me two characters from that movie you can't you can't do it because that movie has no cultural grounding into it like nobody cares okay anyway um so yeah I love the practical suit um I thought the again sound design was great right from the beginning um you there's like a it's like it's like a helicopter or something right at the beginning of the film but something's like zooming off. Oh yeah, that thing. And and I remember just thinking like wow, that sounds really good. <laughs> Like, I literally remember you being like, these talkies are something else. Yeah, yeah, it really was. I'm really leaning into this older age that I'm reaching. Uh, I do remember thinking, though, like, oh, this is a good start. This sounds really good. Like, I was like, okay. Um, What about you, man? What was Excelsior for you? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think just, um, hmm.
1: I guess I'll start off by saying I like the movie overall. <laughs> it, was a good, it, was a, it was a pretty good movie. Uh, I guess the family dynamic, like, um, the the yeah, the whole, like, how much family kind of really matters to a Hispanic uh, person growing up, that was really well caught in the movie. Like, uh, yeah, he came back from university and there's some, like, a little bit of ribbing going on here and there, but, like, they're, they're stupidly proud of him. It, 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 that, that hits so realistic Mm -hmm. and like anything that involved the family i think was really well done um major
0: props to director angel soto because that was i think a lot of his influence um coming into that and uh yeah i completely agree
1: yeah i mean i guess we all have a rudy in our lives (laughs) yeah so i
0: know she didn't mention me i say uh, hey, I th- I guess this is what I'll say about George Lopez. Um, I literally, uh, I literally said because I, t- I took a picture of the movie poster the night that I saw it, and I posted it on social. And I think my caption for it was, "George Lopez, please don't ruin this movie for me." <laughs> That's where my mind was going into it. Um, he plays a a, a caricature of a human being. Uh, but you're not wrong. There is a, a Theo Rudy uh, in almost every family, yeah. and although it was a bit heightened, um, a bit. Uh, you know, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't kill the movie for me the way I was dreading that he might. Um, it was a bit much though. Yeah, with the truck yeah. and everything, <laughs> and just, a, just a lot, just a, doing a lot. Um.
1: <laughs> the, the the pie. What was it? The pie maid beard or whatever, like from Kill Bill. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the goatee, whatever. Uh, no, yeah, but like whenever the family interacted, those characters that that, that was genuine. That came off as genuine. I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, anything else you want to add? Because I, I really want to try to extrapolate all the all the good juice out of this. Front loading this, this. Yeah.
1: Uh. What else was pretty good about this? Uh,
0: oh, and try. that being said, I did like the film too. It's not like I'm going right. to shit on the film in the next <laughs> segment. He <laughs> cracks his neck now, ready? Yeah. Oh man, I'm, I'm, I, I took my fucking my cape off and my boots <laughs> and my little wrist weight things. They're on the ground. I like how the like, different
1: sequences kind of felt like um, they were just going for it. Like this was definitely like that, uh, you know, first album kind of vibes. Of a band, like mm-hmm. we got, we don't know if we're ever going to get another shot at this. So just let's just go all out and do whatever we want. Um, there's that one sequence where they storm that fortress, and
0: whatever. Yeah, she, with the beetle.
1: Yeah, and um, but like there was that one scene where they finally got to that manhole or whatever that passage that they need to go to, and it was the sister and um, the Jenny Cord, whatever mm-hmm. the, the love interest, gonna you know rappel down. And that that entire sequence was like, did it turn to Blade Runner 2049 for a second? Because of the lighting and, like, right? It was all, like, sepiaed out, and they were kind of coming down. And it was like, this is a different cinematographer. (laughs) I was
0: really curious about that. I was like, is this a second AD unit? Like, what is happening here?
1: Yeah. I I like that. It it was visually striking. I liked it a lot. And then, like, a couple different sequences, like, felt just like, there's – they're – allowed to be doing whatever they're allowed to do whatever they want with this and that's really cool to see I like that Um, I almost
0: wonder if that was a byproduct of them just going like who fucking cares anymore like we're we're so done with this DC movie stuff right now like until James Gunn really gets in they're just gonna let him do I mean and honestly I wish in terms of audience support and viewership I wish that they would have been rewarded more for taking these swings yeah and and the reason I say that is it's going to tie in right into the, what I'm going to say in this next segment. Yeah. Which are you ready to move forward? We can move. Okay. Yeah. We're oh, so we're, we this is new. This is a new one. We usually had Bizarro here, but we're trying something a little different. From uh from across the Spider Verse, here we go. We got I uh, I don't know what do you call it, like ice your game, man. That, that fits. I um hope I didn't ice
1: your game, man.
0: No one my age says those words in that order, Mom. <laughs> oh, such a good line. It's that whole scene. That I mean, there. Okay, I saw across this spider verse again yesterday, and and like there are just so many things I love about this th- Oh man, so many times. This is like, I think the seventh time. Like it's 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 up there. Um, but that whole sequence with with Gwen meeting his parents. And the mom being super protective—it's it. just—it's just so, so well done, like so relatable, so so amazing. Uh, but anyway, so in this segment, we're going to talk about things that ice the game, <laughs> <laughs> things that we wish were a little different, um, things that didn't necessarily click or hit the target for us. Not necessarily things that are terrible, just things that didn't play out the way we had hoped. Right. Um, within the film and so for uh you know what chris you had go ahead and go first on this one since i went first on excelsior oh cool
1: oh uh, yeah um i saw it at the draft house and shout out to the draft house they always do a really cool like pre-roll mm-hmm. uh like things like the context maybe of mm-hmm. the story that's gonna come out uh and, you know while you're ordering your drinks yeah you're, you're not
0: blue beetle graduation day all that stuff
1: yeah so uh like they had a whole little vignette like the comic book origins of Blue Beetle like it's actually set in El Paso and like it's actually <laughs> in a real location but then like uh, I guess they did create uh Palmera whatever it's called mm-hmm. and like a fictional I and mean, it's it's Miami, right? It's obviously supposed to be Miami from like the big pan, the, the big panning shots you see mm-hmm. the establishing shots uh but then you get in close and it's like different part maybe it's like a little bit of El Paso and then there's like like there's there's one scene in particular where they the the poor people live in the keys for some reason <laughs> that's fine they get beachfront property that's cool but the uh, the he comes home um, uh, Jaime comes home and, and uh, he's chowing down on some tacos and like fuck yeah tacos but it's like. He's eating like San Antonio tacos <laughs> right. in Miami setting. It was just so weird. Like they do definitely, they definitely don't do, do that there. It's like tacos is such a specific thing. to like northern Mexico. To the and... region,
0: yeah, yeah. So,
1: it, it little bit little things were kind of like.
0: Do you, know, you think that was a byproduct of them wanting to try to draw representation from a lot of different sources?
1: Yes, exactly. It, it ties into what we were saying a second ago. Like it, it, they were able to do whatever, so they wanted to throw everything in this. And I think that's what happened here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some of the melange kind of like uh, pokes its head through. Is it. It like, oh yeah, there's just a lot here. The, the Chapel
0: in Colorado is in there. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: From the from passion, the from the old Telemundo
0: like yeah. Univision like channel I, stuff. Yeah.
1: I saw Don uh, Francisco who's over there for Saligante, and like uh, it was great.
0: But like some of these Easter eggs were kind of hidden. So Where was well Santos, like, man? Did you see Santos anywhere? For- I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't see. I was looking for him. I was like, "This has to be in here somewhere, right?" Right. Like, he fought Godzilla or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Like, <laughs> how is that not in here? Um, yeah. Um, okay. So it,
1: it was. It was like when it was too much. It was. It was too much. Hmm. I.
0: I yeah. I caught a little bit of that too, and I think. Um, I think you're right. I think that they were just like. I think. That Angel Soto and and the rest of the crew were just like, you know what, the fucking Hispanics don't ever get anything. <laughs> we got <laughs> La Bamba, and that's fucking it for like the last <laughs> forty years. And um, and you know they're just like, you know what, we're gonna just we're gonna make sure everybody's represented in some way. Um, and I honestly didn't have that big of a problem with that. I did think it was a little jarring. I think for anyone that. I get concerned with stuff like that because, uh, look, I don't want to make this racial, but if we're talking like a, a predominant white/black audience, are they going to just assume that's what all Hispanic culture is? It's just this right. sort of melting oh. pot. The other thing,
1: where his dad was like always in like a, like work clothes,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like and, and typical, yeah, sure, I, I guess that I tracks. But then, like his uncle was definitely an East LA vibe, right?
0: It was. It was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It it just came across as like, yeah. There's a lot going. Like, uh, you can put too many
0: flavors in the Slurpee. Also, like, I think as a byproduct of all that, did did the mom even exist? Good point. (laughs) The grandma did. Yeah, Nana, Nana existed. But anyway, um, so issues that I had with this film and we've talked about this before and this happens a lot with DC films too, which is, which is disconcerting. It's so derivative. Mm-hmm. You know, it does look nice. It sounds great. The story is great. The characters are, uh, the main character is charismatic. Um, a lot of the family is great, but it's just a bunch of shit I've seen before. I've seen <laughs> Iron Man. I've seen yeah. the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies i've seen shang chi like i know we haven't done a movie review episode for shang chi but let me tell you we did see it um you know we will do that episode though that episode is definitely going to happen Uh, and i'm not just doing a snake eyes bit like mr sunday movies guys are doing um we really (laughs) will do a shang chi review they keep saying they're gonna do snake eyes for like two or three years now It's coming. It's coming. Uh, It is really coming though. Um, And look and it's fine. It's fine to draw from other uh, sources and be inspired by and even steal. Look, the best artists steal. Okay, totally fine. But all of those examples I just gave are pretty recent. And so to see a bunch of sequences that just feel too familiar for me it 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 wasn't terrible, but it kind of lowered the ceiling for the film. Mm. Does that make sense? It lowered the ceiling of what the potential of this movie was because so much of it was rooted in things that I had just literally seen before. Um, you know, some of the character choices are very odd. The whole thing with his dad... Um, you know... That was kind of weird, I get. You know, but his his dad was almost like not a MacGuffin necessarily, but he was almost more a plot device than a person. You saying the dad got fridged? I mean, he did get fridged, but like he was <laughs> almost more of a plot device than a person, and that's yeah. that's not what you want.
1: So there wasn't enough uh, toxic masculinity, specifically with the Latino toxic masculinity coming from the dad. Like the dad <laughs> actually says he loves him.
0: Yeah, what is that, is that out of him? No. I mean, that's how you know it's a fantasy film. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I think, so it's like I did have problems with the film, but they're not, like with other things that, I, that I've i hated, I didn't hate anything about this movie. Right. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Not even George Lopez. I didn't even hate that. So, like, you know, Holmes! like, maybe the ceiling wasn't very high for the film, but the floor also wasn't very low. <laughs> you know, I don't know how else to put it. Um, do you want to? Do you want to go on to the next segment?
1: It just reminds me of something stupid I used to say, like you know, instead of raising the roof, ah, oh, lower the floor. Lower the floor, man. What? Yeah, raise the, lower the floor.
0: Same same difference. Same difference. Uh. Let's build a basement in here. Let's get some more square footage. Let's get some usable square footage. That actually is just more. It makes more sense. It's practical. I like it. Um, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. That's all I got for like, you know, ice in the game.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, let's go into our next segment, which is hey everyone.
2: Hey 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 hey. hey everyone,
0: everyone. Uh, hey Peter. Uh, so as if y'all couldn't tell, my goal with this podcast is to eventually just oh. make it all oh. Spider-Man
1: related. Oh, no, thank you for saying that so much because I, I think I need to amend that sound drop.
0: <laughs> Why? What happened? You got another? You got something else? <laughs> listen, listen. Let me play it one more time. Let me play one more time.
1: Hey, 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 hey.
0: everyone. Hey, wait. What was that one "hey" in the middle there?
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, let me do it one more time, and I'll I'll amend it like after it's done. Hold on. Hey, 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 hey. everyone. Hey, Peter Parker. You got this?
0: You got something there
1: for I need, me? I need a... I need I, no 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 I'm I'm gonna drop the next time you hear that, I'm gonna drop uh, Danvers going, Hey Peter Parker.
0: Oh, okay. What yeah. is is that middle hay always been in there? Yeah, man. Okay. I don't know why it's I, any different I, I, I to me. We we've well, been we've been doing well, this so long, me. man. It's it's <laughs> it's all starting to turn into like a cyclorama situation where What? Where's the beginning, where is the end? Futurama, Cyclorama. What? It's like, you know, like how in the Matrix they're in that white space that's endless. It's like it's the like Matrix. That. Yeah, it's like that. Anyway, is that the same uh, people who did uh, Speed Racer. Uh, it actually is. Yeah, yeah. Highly underrated film. <laughs> it really is though. Um, Hey, everyone is a segment where we talk about something that is new to us, either within the cinematic universe, new character, new. Equipment, new vehicle, new location, whatever. Just something that's new that we want to draw attention to. Um, okay. I, I apologize right now because I'm going to pick the juiciest peach on that tree. Uh-oh. The fucking blue beetle mobile flying through the air <laughs> and then turning into a literal blue beetle mech bot and just wrecking shop. For like ten minutes, and literally walk stabbing a dude into the ground. <laughs> Holy shit! Was that my favorite scene in the movie? Uh, I just love it. I don't know why it's so violent, but I
2: just
0: yeah, baby.
2: <laughs> <Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun>. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> oh my god! I can just picture it stabbing that guy in my head. It's so great. Um, uh, second quick honorable mention to them showing like the OG Blue Beetle costumes. Yeah, and and alluding to Jenny's father. Uh, by the way, um, that should absolutely be Jason Sudeikis as Ted Cord. Okay. I'm saying that right now. Alright uh, That's my pick Like he should be Ted Cord And fucking do it um, Jason Sudeikis
1: Has just been like Ruined for me As an actor Ever since Colossal
0: Oh wow God what he an asshole He was so good In that movie What an asshole Yeah So good at playing Just an incel Like asshole Like just crazy yeah. um, Alright man Well so anyway uh, Short and sweet for me on Hey everyone What do you got
1: uh oh yeah I think I, I I shouted him out in the in the non sequitur I usually do at the opening uh fucking Guillermo de la Cruz he's a, he's another de la Cruz apparently <laughs> in this one
0: is it the same I, universe I, yeah
1: <laughs> his name was whatever 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 de la Cruz and <laughs> first of all that's a badass name for a vampire hunter because of course he can be from the cross
0: yeah but uh
1: he's the same guy he's the same guy
0: gizmo yeah uh uh, harvey guyen is his name uh but he's from what we do in the shadows yeah yeah uh really really fun didn't have a lot to do in this film honestly i I wish (laughs) if anything i wish there was more for him to do in the film what a great character actor um really want to see more of him um one thing i actually meant to put uh bring attention to on the um kind of quickly going back to it on the Icer Game Man, I just want to draw real quick attention to this, and that's Susan Sarandon is Victoria Cord, a.k.a. Um, a one-note villain from, like, 1993. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? This is the most, like, paper-thin zero-dimensions character. Uh, I don't know how you write this character in 2023. Like, even on accident. Like, I don't know how that's possible.
1: They tried for half a second to throw, like, some family drama bullshit um, between her and Jenny, but it, it, it didn't land.
0: Ugh, not at all. It landed like Sid Justice jumping off the top rope when he fucking <laughs> broke his leg backwards, man. That's like, that's how badly that landed. It was <sighs> terrible. YouTube that, everybody, if you haven't seen it. It'll ruin your life. Um, I can't get that haunting image out of my brain for, like, 20 years now. It's, it's insane. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, like, it, that was short and sweet for the hair, hey, everyone. Uh, let's go to the last segment for our review, and that is Kumite. Kumite. I'm
2: taking hold of every moment. I'm feeling yeah. stressed by the breath of life. I'm going to stay while I play. i fight to survive.
0: Oh, shit. I can't get that hyped. It's too late to be getting that hyped. I want to be able to sleep at some point tonight. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's coursing through my veins, brother. Holy shit, I'm so hyped already. What if that was your alarm clock? Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> you wake up running out of it. Holy shit, you just run through the wall. Fuck the door. No door, man. No door needed. Holy, I'm so hyped right now. Like, what the hell? Uh, Sukumate is a segment where we uh, propose an actual fight between characters uh, from the film that we are discussing, but also potentially from other movies, other shows, other universes. And what we decided to do for this one um, is Blue Beetle versus the DCEU. Mm -hmm. Alright, so we have a tremendous amount of films, many of which are not certified fresh, by the way. (laughs) Uh, we got everyone from Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad, Man of Steel, Justice League, The Flash. Chris, who do you want to see Blue Beetle fight? And... Does Blue Beetle ultimately win that fight?
1: Easy. Uh, the Flash... Uh, <laughs> I want to see him fuck up the Flash.
0: Okay, which Flash, though? Are we talking Barry hey, Allen hey, or Barry Allen?
1: Wait, wait. No, no, no. What's the... Uh, from from Leon? Everyone! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just think that... For whatever reason, that AI, like the that instant kill mode, whatever would just like just one and done
0: Barry Allen I think it like, would take out his knees yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like immediately like torn I, MCL ACL yes somebody can't recover from just yeah just a no, real gnarly fear. like and then on top of it Jaime uses the like pincer things of his Blue Beetle costume mm-hmm. to just jab down into the knees you know what yeah. I mean? Like, bah, 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 bah.
1: like, it latches onto the flash real quick. And then like, he's like hitting the, uh, he's hitting him with like the Sonic thing, mm-hmm. whatever. Just mm-hmm. over and over in his knee. Yeah. Just tearing up from the inside. Yeah. Just goes, fuck
0: Barry Allen. Fuck this guy. <laughs> oh man. Wally West, that's my flash. Yeah. Wally West. They should, oh man, they should make Grant Gustin. The Flash in the James Gunn DC Universe, and they should make him Wally West. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Isn't that your answer right there? Yeah. There it is. TM. Um, (laughs) Okay, for me, God. He's kind of overpowered, right? Like, I don't see him
1: taking out anybody else. Like, he's not going to take out Batman. He's not going to take out Superman. Uh, Even Aquaman is kind of like,
0: you know. Okay, here's what I would like to see, though. And I don't really honestly know how this would play out, but we can talk it out. Let's talk it out. I want your help here. I want to see Blue Beetle versus Cyborg. Oh shit. All right. Okay. So sort of similar power set. Uh-huh. Cyborg famously can control lots of electronic shit, but Blue Beetle is both technical and magical in nature.
1: Is one the same? Yeah.
0: So, so not entirely could probably be controlled by Cyborg. They both have the boom cannon arms. Yeah. Blue Beetle's got the blades. Does, does Ooh, this is a fair one. Does Cyborg have blades? I don't think he does. Um, but Ooh. Cyborg's got the experience. Uh huh. He's also got um, you know, um you know, unfamiliarity with tacos. So I don't know if that plays in <laughs> Jaime gets the, gets the, the one up on that.
1: I think I found the exact way we can differentiate it. Cause it's, it's pretty even. It's a fair one. Yeah. Cyborg only has like one family member that could be in peril. Right. Blue beetle has multiple family members.
0: <laughs> who could one be- of which is a grandma that can hold a Gatling yeah. gun. <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> For
1: some reason, uh, fire starts again in their house, and now he has to save uh, the. He, he stops thinking now; he's just going on instinct. And the suit has to tell him to calm
0: down. Uh, Cyborg, he's only got the one dad, right? Yeah. And that dad barely wants to be alive because he feels like he's <laughs> the one that that made Victor Stone into Cyborg, and he hates himself for it. So, I mean, is that even a loss? <clears throat> Uh, no man, that's that's. I think you know what I'm gonna go Blue Beetle. Out, mm. of, out of family rage, because <laughs> <laughs> the minute Cyborg like clips the grandma, yeah, like like Jaime's <laughs> losing it at that point. <laughs> shout
1: out! To, shout out to overprotective <laughs> Hispanic brother Rage. <laughs> that was a real face for me.
0: what what do you mean face (laughs) Uh, yeah okay and I think with that that concludes our review of Blue Beetle please let us know via the socials via the email at uh, combocharacterspod at gmail.com or is it CBC characters Uh,
1: CBC pod. wait
0: CBC uh, Pod. Uh, comic Characters Pod.
1: Comic. You should, you, I should know this. Comic sh- book.
0: Should I edit this out? Maybe I will. We'll see.
1: You won't. I might uh, not. Pod. Uh, ComicbookCharactersPod.com. There you go.
0: ComicCharactersPod.com.
1: My <laughs> fucking god, that's the banner for the, the website.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: true believers <laughs> do yourself a favor <laughs> again <laughs> comicbookcharacterspod.com it's a redirect it's not really our website it redirects to their facebook group oh the
0: banner oh that's so good no that's i'm not even gonna change that that's good also if you get there you can there's a send email button so you can send us email um it's directly linked so that's pretty cool um fuck that's such a good banner and see y'all are like what banner go look go look
1: You'll see it. It's
0: worth it. It's definitely worth the the five seconds. (laughs) Um, That concludes our review. Let us know what you think about it. Were you a fan of Blue Beetle? Did you not check it out yet? Feel free to go check it out. It really is... I mean, fuck, if you want to wait for it to go on streaming, that's fine too, but... Um, I know that that Angel Soto was very disappointed that more people didn't turn out. Internally, I heard that there were people at Warner's that was hoping this would have a Black Panther type response.
2: Mm.
0: No, that did not happen. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know uh, why. I'm not. I'm not putting this on the Hispanic contingent of moviegoers. Uh, it's not their their cross to bear whether a movie lives or dies but i don't know why they didn't come out a little bit more enforced. force i kind of think it might be a little bit of that superhero fatigue situation also dc films just have not been very good for a while so i you know if people are like who the fuck is this oh it's a dc film i'm definitely not gonna go like that's right. a very understandable response um, wow, apparently it was filmed for IMAX So I wonder like, If that would have been God, seeing that guy get impaled On IMAX would, would be pretty amazing <laughs> um, Yeah, man Okay, but with that We'll cool. get on to our last segment Of the show And that, of course, is the Big Wheel Winner of the Week
2: no. You can pray for love To give you fire
0: Thank you, Mr. Renner. Uh, By the way, just a little peek behind the curtain, listeners, true believers. We have a big wheel T-shirt design coming soon. (laughs) Going to be hitting that T-Public store. So we'll definitely let you know when that drops. Uh, Got a few ideas now about it. So uh, that will be coming before, uh, probably before the end of October, but definitely before the end of the year. And anyway, the big wheel winner, for those that are new to the show, is when uh, someone does the least with, but also doing the most. Uh, it's a negative reward. We tend to be a positive show, but, you know, we're a little cynical, too. So there is definitely always room for a big wheel winner. Um, man. I mean, I know where I want to go with this, Chris. Yeah. Um, it To me, it again is always, I think for as long as this continues, I think I said this last time, and you're, if you have something else, you are more than welcome to to, to extend the big wheel to, <laughs> to another thing. But mine is, of course, the greedy fucking CEOs at all the movie studios. Um, stop it. Like, just pay the people. It's Just do it. Why aren't you doing it? You want this business model to exist, right? Like, you want films and shows to be a thing. Do you think they're just waiting out AI? They're just like, fuck, we're so close. If we can just get yeah, AI fact. for everything, we don't have to pay anyone anything. But fuck, man,
1: just... It, no, it, it's it's really weird. It's like, your product is these people who are you displacing. <laughs> Without
0: them, it doesn't exist. Yeah, for now. for now. I mean, you know, ah, God, I don't know. It just, it seriously, it like leaves me like with an ugly feeling in my stomach. I, I just hate it. Uh-huh. Uh, do you have any any other any else you want to drop into the big wheel? Uh,
1: like shout out to that doofus who like didn't click on the right save partition for the server <laughs> for Aquaman. Oh man,
0: yeah. I mean, <laughs> is he doing the Lord's work
1: though? Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that might just wash out karmically.
0: It might be alright <laughs> Yeah, so I guess Big Wheel winner, but also to be determined Might be the greatest hero This world has ever known <laughs> Who knows Okay And with that, everybody We really do appreciate you listening Please feel free to leave a review on whatever App or website you are listening To this podcast on 5 stars, or 10 stars, or a 1,000 stars Whatever the highest mark you can give We appreciate it because that helps us get the pod out to more people. Feel free to share with your friends and family. If you're looking for other episodes to listen to, look for any of the movie review episodes and find a movie that you like and see what we thought about it. That's always a fun thing for people to go back and listen and either be really happy or really pissed off at us. Mm -hmm. It's It's a really fun little time. With all that being said... The fortress of potitude is closed.
1: Hey, hey, I'm walking. Here. Hey, hey, watch out, you might get molly
0: wopped. Hey. hey, man, you don't want to get molly wopped out here. You want to get milk? Hey, I don't want me. I'm molly up you. Hey. hey, man, I don't want to be molly wopped. I'm trying to get chopped cheese, man. I'm just trying to your Get a Let me get a bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese, man. Bacon,
1: egg,
0: bacon, egg, and cheese. outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah.